2: Welcome to Time for Lunch. This is a place to learn about eating, cooking, enjoying, and sometimes playing with your food. Each episode, we cover a new subject. I'm Hannah Forden.
3: And I'm Harry Rosenbloom. Tune in for food, fun, and flavor. We have a special guest here for lunch today, and it's up to you to guess who they are and what the theme of today's episode is. Are you ready? What shape are you? I'm small and sometimes round, or sometimes flat or kind of ovoid.
2: Hmm, those are a lot of shapes. Are you grown or made? I'm grown. Okay, are you a plant, animal,
3: fungus? I'm part of a plant.
2: Okay, and what is your job?
3: I contain all of the genetic information and the nutrients needed to start a new life. Whoa! So you're a pretty big deal, huh? Well, I'm just a little thing doing what I can to keep my lineage going.
2: And what do you need to flourish?
3: I need water, soil, and sun.
2: Ah, I know what you are. We've been talking about you a lot this spring. You're a seed! Seeds are a huge source of food for people and animals. Think about what you're eating for lunch and what part of it comes from a seed. Bread is made from wheat seeds.
3: Rice is a seed. Peanut butter is made from peanuts, which are seeds. And lots of the vegetables that we eat are also seeds. Corn kernels, peas, sesame seeds, and nuts are all seeds. Seeds are like magic. Everything that is needed to make something grow, from the smallest violet flower to an enormous redwood tree, is contained in a tiny little seed. The seed is dormant, which means it's kind of sleeping, until you give it water, which causes it to sprout, and then it sends out a little root shoot down into the ground, and the leaves go towards the surface and find the sun. But how do they know? It's so amazing.
2: Yeah, I have really fallen in love with the magic of seeds this year. As I've mentioned on the show before, for the very first time, I have a backyard where I can grow some of my own veggies. And so maybe a month or so ago, I started some seeds inside since it was still too cold to take them outside. And every day I check on my seeds. Right now I'm growing some greens like spinach and collards, hot peppers, and some edible flowers. And I've been watching them grow a little bit every day. And it is so exciting. It feels really good to take care of these little plants. And I cannot wait to get them outside once it's a tiny bit warmer. We're going to be building their new homes in raised beds outside this weekend. So we are almost ready for them. Harry. Are you growing anything fun in your garden this year?
3: Well, we have some plants we started inside from seed as well. We have some tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, and kale inside. And then I'm going to plant some other things outside, just right in the ground, like peas and sunflowers. I also like to make sprouts from seeds to eat, like mung beans and alfalfa. It's really easy. You just need a jar and a bunch of seeds. You soak them in water overnight and then strain off the water, and then you wait. Little sprouts should pop out of the seeds in a day or so. Fill the jar with water again to rinse them off each day, and then when they're a few inches long, you can eat them. They're super nutritious, and you can grow them any time of year in your own kitchen.
2: Yum.
4: Why did the banana go to the nurse? Why? Because it wasn't peeling well.
3: Now it's time for our question of the day. The answer to this question is somewhere in the episode, so listen carefully.
2: What tree produces the largest seed on Earth? Keep an ear up for the answer. Shanny McCabe is an expert gardener with Baker Creek Seeds. She spends her time growing and working with new heirloom varieties of seeds and plants, and then teaching
4: other people like us all about them. One of the easiest and best ways to start gardening is to grow a sunflower. You can get some sunflower seeds. They're pretty, pretty available just about anywhere. Get some sunflower seeds and you can plant them out in your yard, in your garden, or you can start them in a little cup in your house and a sunny window and bring them out into the garden when they get a little bit bigger. But a sunflower is a perfect place to start. Yeah, sunflowers are really, really They're Sunflowers are a feast for pollinators like bees and other beneficial insects that are good for the garden. And also you can eat the seeds. You can save those seeds at the end of the season when they get dried and you can eat them and they're tasty and they're even really good for you. They're high in protein.
3: An heirloom plant is a plant variety that occurred naturally and is stable and grows the same thing every year. And they get pollinated by natural methods like bees or other pollinators.
2: We talked about pollinators way back in episode 5. But
4: what is a seed exactly? A seed is so cool. It's basically all of the genetic information of a plant and it's packed into a little... Lunchbox. So a seed is all of the information of how the plant is going to grow, plus a little bit of energy, a little bit of food for the seed to germinate and to grow. So a seed is something that you find inside of a tomato. A seed is something that you find in the center of a sunflower. And you can plant those seeds and they will grow into a plant and then they will make a fruit or they will make a flower and it's all of the uh, history of the plant and how it's going to grow, and a little bit of food so that the, the seed can grow on its own.
3: Growing seeds is so fun and it's easy.
4: Growing seeds is pretty simple. What you're gonna do is you're going to plant them in the soil, and then you're gonna give them some water, and you're going to make sure to provide them some good sunlight. Seeds really need to be in the sunlight because that's how they eat. First, they get a little drink of water when you put them in the soil, and that gets them to kind of wake up out of their dormancy. Then once they've drank in a little water and they've woken up out of their dormancy, the next thing they're going to do is send out some little green leaves and those green leaves are going to use the sun's energy to continue to grow. So plants in a way, eat the sunlight. They eat the sunlight and that's how they continue to grow. But they also, they need some water. So make sure to give them some water and to give them some sun. And that's really all they need.
2: Baker Creek has the coolest catalog and website over at rareseeds.com. It's like a rainbow.
4: You've probably heard before that it's a good idea to eat a rainbow of different colors. Vegetables that are brightly colored actually mean that they have lots of flavor and lots of nutrition. So rainbow bright colored vegetables are better for you. They're more healthy for you. So if you want to choose by color, you could choose something that's orange. If if your favorite color is orange, there's lots of purple vegetables. You could pick something that's purple or you could grow a whole rainbow of different colors. Reds, yellows, purples, orange, um, green—of course. So there's lots of different colors that you can choose from, and you can plant your own rainbow garden. Making a rainbow garden and making a rainbow on your plate would be fantastic.
3: Huge thanks to Baker Creek Seed Company and Shani McCabe for joining us today on Time for Lunch.
2: Friends, we have a super special gift for anyone who sends us a note after this episode. We will mail you some seeds to grow into big, huge sunflowers on your own. So send us an email at timeforlunchpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com and claim some gorgeous sunflowers. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with more seeds very soon. with about 1 million seeds per gram.
3: Whoa, that's so small. Do you know that seeds can fly? Some have tiny hairs like a dandelion or a maple seed, which has wings. So cool. Plants of all kinds grow from
2: seeds from tiny grasses to the largest trees.
3: All seeds need moisture, that means water, oxygen, and the right temperature to germinate or grow.
2: There's a tree called the double coconut that produces the largest seed in the world. It can be about 12 inches long and weigh 40 pounds.
3: Yow! Each seed contains all of the material and food needed to grow a new plant, all in a tiny package. Most of the time.
2: (laughs) That's just amazing. They're kind of like eggs. You know, I think it's time for a dance break.
3: Today, since we're talking all about seeds, I wanted to talk a little more about seeds as food. So there's lots of seeds that we don't tend to eat or that we don't think of as delicious like say the seed inside of a peach or the seeds inside of an apple, which while you can eat them, they're not really that tasty. Other things that we eat are seeds, like dried beans and nuts. And today I'm gonna be sharing a little recipe with tahini. Tahini is a pureed paste made from roasted sesame seeds. Sesame seeds are little teeny tiny seeds and you might be familiar with them on bread sometimes. They look like little pointed ovals but they're really, really tiny like the size of an ant. Sesame seeds make a delicious, delicious addition to lots of different kinds of food. So, I really like to use tahini on all kinds of things. Here's a recipe that I'm making right now. You might be able to hear the sizzle in the background. So the recipe I'd like to share with you today is for roasted cauliflower. And it is super delicious. I love roasting vegetables. And for this recipe, it's very easy. You take an entire head of cauliflower and you cut off the bottom of it and cut off the leaves so that it will sit flat in a roasting pan or in a skillet that can go in the oven. And then you want to drizzle some kind of oil all over the cauliflower. You can use olive oil. You could put butter on it. You could use coconut oil. Then you want to sprinkle some salt and pepper on there and you want to roast it in the oven at about 400 degrees. Now, depending on how big your cauliflower head is, this might take 30 to 45 minutes, maybe even an hour if it's really big and dense. What you wanna do is carefully test it. You can test it with a skewer or a very thin knife very carefully, just pushing it into the middle of the cauliflower. When it's nice and soft, then it's ready. While the cauliflower is roasting, you can prepare your tahini dressing. Now, if you think about how small sesame seeds are. Think about how many it takes to make an entire jar of tahini. That is a lot of collecting and roasting and crushing those seeds, but it is totally worth it and it is totally delicious. So in order to make your tahini dressing, you want to take about a quarter cup of tahini and put it in a bowl. You can eyeball it. You can just pour it. None of these measurements matter that much. Then you want to put in some water, maybe about half to about the same amount of water and mix that up really, really well. Then you're gonna add the juice from about a half a lemon, a little bit of salt, and if you like garlic, you can put some garlic in there. Mix it all together really, really, really well, and pour that over the head of cooked cauliflower when it comes out of the oven. And what I like to do is take the entire pan or dish with the whole head of cauliflower and just put it on the table with a big spoon. And then you can just cut right through that soft cauliflower, and it's covered in delicious tahini dressing now it's time for the part of the show where we talk about a bright spot this week so hannah what do you got
2: oh i have a lot of bright spots this week i have to say i think my i'm going to give you my top two is that okay so my top two are um some friends came and visited Since it is now vaccine time, it is safe to hang out with some friends. And it was really great to see my friends, but they also brought their teeny tiny little dog named Jupiter, who is another great friend. And it was really fun to have a dog visiting because while I am a happy cat owner, having a dog and seeing that little tail wiggling all over the house was super fun. And then my second bright spot, which is a literal bright spot, is that... Two days ago, we had some beautiful sun showers. So listeners, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but we had some rain and there were the usual gray clouds and wind. And then all of a sudden, the clouds cleared, but it stayed raining. And so you had this really bright, sparkly sun and a light rain. And it's just one of the most beautiful kind of magical moments that happens in springtime. So I know that was a little bit long. Harry, I would love to hear about your bright spot.
3: Well, it sounds like April showers are definitely going to bring May flowers to your house, Hannah. Here's hoping. For me, I am so excited that it is getting warm enough to swim or to be in the water in any way at all. I actually got to go in the ocean on Monday, and I was wearing a wetsuit because it was still pretty cold, but I got to take a surfing lesson. Ooh. And it was so fun and hard, and exhausting, and invigorating just to be in the water. And I'm really looking forward to swimming very, very, very soon, now that it's almost summer. I can feel it coming.
2: That is so cool. I love that you're starting a new summer hobby.
3: At the beginning of the episode, we asked,
2: What tree produces the largest seed on Earth? And the answer is, there's a tree called the double coconut, that produces the largest seed in the world. It can be about 12 inches long and weigh 40 pounds.
3: Thanks for listening to Time for Lunch. We'll be back next week with more tasty stories. The show is written, produced, edited, and hosted by Harry Rosenblum and Hannah Fortin with engineering by Liam Werner. Music in this episode was composed by Breakmaster Cylinder and our fun facts theme was created by our very own Liam Werner. Time for Lunch is a production of Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Time for Lunch is also a part of Kids Listen, the number one app for finding great podcasts for kids of all ages. You can learn more at kidslisten.org, and you can download the app from iTunes or the Google Play Store. Time for Lunch is powered by Simplecast.
2: And please stay in touch. Just a reminder, this week we are doing an amazing giveaway of beautiful sunflower seeds. So, it's a great excuse to get in touch with us. You can ask for your batch of seeds and tell us a joke or share a recipe. We love to hear from our listeners. You can reach us with the help of your favorite grown up at timeforlunchpodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to include your name, age, and your address, and we'll send you some lovely seeds in return. Time for Lunch is supported in part by public funds from the New York City Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with City Council. Thanks for listening.